Hey guys, what's going on? It's Coach Callum here from the Strong Network. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about a handful of things that are probably going to be pretty important for a lot of you. The first one is we're going to talk about establishing a price that seems fair to you and valuable to your clients. We're going to talk about strategies to get old clients back on board. And we're going to talk about new strategies to create content and get people engaged with what it is that you do so that they're open to having conversations so that they can get the help that they need and you can grow the business that you want. I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you have any questions, stay tuned right to the end and I'll give you an address where you can send any questions that you want answered. I hope you enjoy it. Have an awesome rest of your day. What I want to do, I just want to give you the opportunity here. If anybody has an immediate question that they would like to talk about right now, uh, unmute yourself and ask it or, or wave if you can't unmute yourself and I'll unmute you. I got a question actually. So I've had a couple people just sort of organically this week um, just start talking about, you know, getting some kind of coaching, getting some kind of guidance through this time. And, you know, some of them I've just flipped toward the class that I mentioned or the classes that I mentioned. Um, but I've been sort of toying because as some of you know, my main primary job is typically managing trainers. And now I'm sort of in an instance where I have time to kind of go back to my roots and take on people. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking to decide what sort of price points I can offer for maybe tiered ways of me helping these people. I mean, I don't think everyone can necessarily afford private virtual sessions, uh, some of it, it'll just be sort of more like program coaching um, or nutrition coaching or sort of like check-ins with the program. Any input, guys? Um, yeah, so I, I would say like don't assume that you know what people can afford to pay. Um, you have to establish like what your, what your price point is and what you're willing to do for what amount of money before you can even try to, to charge somebody something. You can, you know, you have to determine what it is that you're willing to do and then sort of leave it up to them to decide what option is going to work best given what they have available to them. Right. So, and that can be, I would say, make it a, a massive range, right? Whereas like the stuff that's going to take up the most of your time is going to be like private one-on-one -on -one virtual training stuff. So that's gotta be expensive because in order for you to take on that client, you're going to have to give up time that you could be spending doing other stuff. Right. So, there's, you know, that is, that's going to have to be like your premium option. That's going to cost a lot of money and, and that's going to take the most of your time. Right. But then you can also have, uh, options like you can have paid group sessions or something like that. You can have, uh, options where they do just buy like your intellectual property, which is like you, you know, write the program, uh, and then do some coaching consulting. So stuff that only takes, uh, you know, like an hour a month kind of thing doesn't have to be that expensive. But you have to you have to kind of decide what it is that you're comfortable with charging for the amount of time and energy and effort that you're going to put into it, and don't let their uh, financial situation dictate what you're uh, trying to go for. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. Because like you, if you let them assign you know your value, right? Then yeah, it's never going to be what you want it. It's never going to be what you want it to be. And if you're never getting what you want to get, then you're never going to really give what you're capable of giving because you're always going to feel like you're not, like it's kind of out of balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think Jerry, it's also um, identifying the needs of these people that are coming to you as well. Um, 
like you said, it sounds like you're trying to figure out a price point and you're getting back into the game. And um, it comes back to what do you want to offer? Again, you're hosting the online classes. Do you want to get back into the one-on-one? Like Callum, Callum said, that the one-on-ones are going to take up the majority of your time. So um, identifying, I think, um, your kind of niche, who you're working with and, and what they really want out of these sessions, you know? Do they want programming? Do they need that kind of motivational that you're probably giving in the group classes, you know? So it's great. You can funnel people into your group classes or you can take it up a level and give them, you know, just over deliver like Callum continually says so that you can charge that premium amount. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. I think it's, sorry. Uh, I think it's, I think it's really important here to, to, understand like the volume of time and effort and energy that it takes to like meet with somebody regularly one-on-one right and it, it really does take a lot of your time a lot of your energy a lot of your focus a lot of your just cognitive space that is then gonna have to come from somewhere right like you don't have an infinite bandwidth from which to pull if you're stressed out and you're thinking about other stuff it is going to in some way detract from something else right so the stuff that is going to take the most of you, which is the individual stuff, it's the one-on-one time training, it's staring at a screen for an hour and a half, for an hour, you know, two or three times a week, like that stuff is going to take a lot out of you, right? So you have to charge a lot of money for that. But if you want to be cognizant, like cognizant of, of people's, uh, you know, changing financial situation and whatever, offer something like a group session that requires a lot less of your individual uh, attention um, and then offer, you know, something from, it could be totally free to pay what you can. Right. If you want to, because people are, people are pretty good about like, if they see the value in something and they appreciate what you're doing, they're pretty good about paying some money. And if you like, if you leave it up to them to decide what it is that it's worth to them, just like you were talking about last week of making it like a tip-based service for your online group coaching, it's the same thing for you here, right? Like let them decide what it's worth to them if you're not sure what to charge for it, just make sure that it's not taking up a ton of your time unnecessarily. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think the key for me is that in normal times, I kind of know my team's products and my company's uh, stuff that I can sell. Um, yeah. and how to sell it. And I think for me, it's just, I guess, basically just making a new set of products and, and deciding how to price point it. So this has been a helpful little like uh, mental bouncing of ideas. Yeah. Stu? The, the, um, the, the best way to look at it visually is like a marketing funnel, right? So like an upside down triangle. So if you, if you just kind of draw that upside down triangle on a sheet of paper and then put a bunch of different lines, you want to look at it as the most amount of people that you would be serving at one time would be the product at the top. The one that goes at the bottom is one-on-one training. And then you can sort of look at it that way in order to put slot your product in to those different, uh, to, to those different parts of the triangle. And then you can assign a dollar value based, based on that sort of working backwards from the one-on-one all the way down. Um, Callum, you and I have done work around this before. We could actually create a template and put it in the, in the um, Mighty Networks group. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. We'll, Stu, Stu and I will, will throw a couple of like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll throw a couple of resources in there for you. I know he's already got a few that, that he's using with his existing clients. So we'll, uh, we'll get a couple of those in there for you and you can you know, take a look and use what's, what's appropriate for you. Um, that yep, that actually, cool. 
Um, Vanessa actually had a question about um, the pay what you can thing. Did that kind of answer it? Uh, it wasn't necessarily about the pay what you can. Maybe that was somebody else. My my um, like issue that I had last week was just getting clients are more more and more getting uh, worried by their financial situation as some don't have the job security others do. Um, so in just getting those older old past clients before pre COVID getting them back on board, I guess was my issue. So I don't think it was the same person maybe, but. Okay. Uh, so getting old clients back on board. Yeah. I've had so how did you, why don't, why don't we talk a little bit about that? How did you go about trying to get those clients back on board? Well, um, so I'll talk about my personal, because I work for Fit Squad, so they handle most of the admin stuff on that side. Um, but even getting some of those clients back has been difficult. But personally, for my personal clients that I have had, um, I did the mass email, I think the week that this happened, um, and then I sent another email the second week. And I think on our last meeting, we were discussing sending personal uh, messages to them. And so I did that as well. Um, and most of them got back to me with, I'm unsure if I'll have a job in the next couple weeks. I'm working 14 hours a day right now just to prove my worth at this company so they don't let me go. Training isn't on the forefront for me right now. Um, and some of these are like really great clients that I've had for a really long time as well. They're not flaky people by any means. So yeah, just, I guess, being uh, assertive, but not putting somebody out, I guess. Is yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's important to, it's important to acknowledge right now that like people are going to be feeling uncomfortable and stressed out and, and are dealing with a set of circumstances that they're likely not equipped to deal with very well. Right. So what you, what I would, what I would maybe recommend is um, really taking the time to just check in on them and just see how they're doing like as people. Uh, and, and I mean, whether that turns into, into business immediately or, or it just means that you have clients that are there when, when this is kind of resolved. Um, if you have the time right now to like, just check in with your existing clients and see what it is that they need. And if there's an opportunity for you to support them, even if that means you're doing a little bit of, of something for free, I think that that's probably the best way that you could spend your time right now. Um, and especially if you're not like, uh like apparently the the applications for all this like government assistance stuff is very easy um so if you're if you're you know strapped for money apparently it's it's not that difficult to get uh go for it Stu. um so the two things i'd i'd say there vanessa is the the, the question to keep in the back of your mind when you're having conversations with those people is what in this time what can you do to serve them best so it may not be that um, they need personal training right now, but maybe it's somebody to just chat with for five minutes or whatever. So in, in terms of the people who aren't ready to come in and do training with you, it's about looking at it in terms of like the long game, right? So, and it's not really, it, it sort of makes it a little bit shallow when I say it that way, but, um, but being there to serve people now with what they're going through, even just a five minute conversation here and there, when things pick back up, they're the person that they're going, you're the person that they're going to remember, right? As well as it's a lot about people just coming together and connecting right now. Like it's just really, really important that that happens as, as much as possible. 
and as their jobs um if their jobs solidify where they're not as worried anymore the likelihood of them coming back and training with you sooner rather than later is going to go up a lot um, the other thing that you can also do if you have a, a, a bunch of those clients or you're running into more people who are on that sense of they're not sure what's going to happen or they um, or they where's I going so or or they just don't have the funds right now period is you can create a like a, a like a small video series production doesn't matter right now right like just get something out or start to offer um just doing you know record pre-record your own uh training that you're doing at home or um put together like an instagram live that they can all kind of check into or something like that so that they still get access to you you're still giving them something um without them having to stress about all the other bits and pieces the other the other thing that I've been sort of thinking a lot about is I think I actually told you guys to go and ask people what you could do to help them. Um, and I think a couple of weeks ago, that might have been a really good idea. But I think at this point, uh, it's actually probably less of a good idea than I had initially uh, suggested it might be. Um, and, and so one of the things that I want to talk to you about today is taking a little bit of initiative to create something for people. Uh, that is on your schedule that creates a sense of structure that people can attend or not attend uh, depending on you know what it is that they need but actually making something so that there is something that people can can rely on and gravitate towards right because once you've taken the initiative to start something and say like hey I'm running this thing at this time on these days I would love to see you there. Here's the link, join me, right? It gives people something to like plan in their calendar. It gives them something that's like structured and whatever. And once they see that there's a sense of structure and there's a sense of you actually like actively doing something to try and help, they're more inclined to come and actually ask you to help them with other things, right? So I think that if you take the initiative first to create something for people, you'll actually find that there's a lot more people that are like willing to come and ask you for your help. Right. And I think that like, uh, I know like I've been getting a couple of questions and, and, you know, having more people that are coming and joining these calls. And I think it's just, it's a good illustration of like, if you put the time and the energy into building something, the likelihood that other people are like willing to help and create a sense of community and bring other people in is pretty high. Right. Like I, I don't, I didn't invite most of the people that are on this call, right? This is all just like stuff that sort of started to come as people came and experienced it and said like, oh, you know what? This was actually pretty helpful. I'm gonna tell my friend Shiva, right? And thank you, Chella, for doing that, right? That was just the most immediate example. Uh, but it's, it's, go for it, Mike. If yeah, you get yeah. anxious doing the Instagram live or whether you're doing the Zoom workouts, I found writing, like I, I love to write and I've kind of got back to it now. The best time is first thing in the morning. And I've created some cool content for my existing clients that I, I haven't been able to kind of bring over, but they've really appreciated like, you know, um, top tips to um, go to bed on time or like kind of have go to bed with a clear, clear mindset. And a lot of this has come from the DTS free webinars that I mentioned last time. Um, they've got a ton of great free content and you could almost regurgitate some of it to create some content on a weekly basis to just keep touching these people 
um, that you haven't been able to convert to online. And, um, you know, if and when they do, uh, they'll just be that much more appreciative that you've provided good value to them. So. I think one more one more potential uh, opportunity there is is just because people don't have uh, money to give you right now doesn't mean they don't have anything to give you. So I think if you are running something like a, a free virtual class or like a pay pay what you can virtual class like Callum's been doing, um, maybe for your clients who have who have lost their jobs and stuff like that, because I know I'm I'm in the same position with a lot of people. Uh, instead instead of paying to to join the virtual class, maybe the cost of entry is sending you an introductory email with one of their friends uh, who might be interested in talking to you, right? Because that way you have potential for like this enormous network who normally couldn't see you one-on-one -on -one in person, right? So maybe it's just like, hey, cost of admission is you send an email. I don't care if anything comes of it. You just connect me with one person who you think might benefit from my services, right? Then by the end, you, you end up probably with like 20 new leads or something like that. The action and the activity that you engage in right now is what's going to dictate how the next six months to a year of your business go. And as much as it may not be like immediately uh, financially lucrative, it also might be. Uh, but you'll, you'll find that the connections that you're making now are going to be your clients tomorrow and for the rest of, you know, the time that you're in business. Right. So I think that you have a really good opportunity right now to really just look after people, um, and, and do people, you know, a solid and, and help them feel good at a time when they probably don't. Right. I, I think do, do everything that you can to try and get people involved and engaged. And I think that like having something structured and in place that you can actually invite them to will probably lead more often than not to a bigger conversation and probably some other like training or services or something along those lines. Right. Cause if you say, Hey, I've got this group session that I'm running, it's at noon on Wednesday and Friday. And they say, I can't make Wednesday at noon and Friday, but I've been thinking about putting something back into my schedule. I can afford to do it once a week. Right. I think you're going to find that a lot of people, if you take the first step and, and start the conversation, a lot of people will gravitate to that and will at least throw you a bone or invite a friend or share it on Instagram or something like that, right? But it's your process of starting that uh, conversation that is actually gonna allow for that to happen, right? Does that make some sense? Absolutely. Something that you're, that you're kind of pointing to there a little bit is, uh, Consistency. So one of the big things that's happening with people right now is having any type of routine is gone out the window, right? Like uh, somebody was saying about, you know, like times to go, you know, when you go to bed and, and what you're doing in the day and everything else. So for the first week, two weeks, it's kind of nice because it almost feels like a vacation and everything else. But the need for structure is really, really important in people's lives especially in the time of uncertainty. So being able to offer people something that is consistent will really help them start to put routine back in their lives, which can be very, very helpful. Like that's something that a lot of people are going to start to feel in the next handful of weeks. If they haven't started feeling it already, it is going to come up as a big thing. It has, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of memes about that in the next handful of weeks. Um, around something like that. So, so keeping the idea of consistency for people and, uh, and promoting routine will make a big difference for people, uh, even in their own mental health. 
Okay, so one of my one of the questions that I got this week was from uh, our good friend Darcy there, um, and basically he was talking about how to uh, how to essentially begin a conversation with a prospect, um, and I figured this was probably as good a time as any to talk about like how to use social media effectively to start conversations with people. Uh, so, I mean, before you can really use social media to start a conversation with people, it's going to be really important that you understand the problem that you're trying to solve, right? So, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't really speak to anything uh, in terms of like what you're going to do with your business, but you need to figure out what it is that clients are coming to see you for, what they, like what they are willing to pay for, and then what you can actually do effectively to help them address that problem, right? So when we're talking about like building a content strategy and using social media to actually get clientele, uh, it's really important that we're consistently creating content and messaging around the issue that clients actually have that matters to them, right? Uh, so all I mean when I say that is like, so for me, what I did was uh, strength training for back pain, essentially. So the reason that I'm the reason that I'm uh, I've been successful with it is because I found something that I was good at fixing, right, or good at helping people with. I made a good amount of content about it. Uh, I asked appropriate uh, questions uh, to people, and then I I used that as an opportunity to start conversations get them in for a call or a consult and then eventually decide if like, Hey, this is something that I can help you with, or this is something I can't help you with, but I know someone who can. Right. Uh, so a big part of like social media uh, strategy, I guess, is you need to, you need to pick the thing that you want to help people with. Right. And it has to be something ideally that people are struggling with and that's important to them. Uh, so what, what we would call this, I guess, would be a, a pain point or something that is a, a large enough problem for them that they're willing to spend money on solving it, right? When you have something like severe back pain or chronic back pain that's like pretty bad, uh, most people are willing to spend a lot of money to solve that because it's, it's the kind of problem that makes your world feel really small, right? So... What we want to do is figure out, okay, what is the thing that we solve? We're going to make a bunch of content about it. At least I would say like a week or two weeks worth of content about it. And then every sort of couple of weeks, you're just going to put out an ask, right? And basically the way or the strategy that I would use to like ask people is in stories on Instagram. I would basically, you know, that like poll feature, it's basically just like a yes or no question. And what I would do is I would go into the story and I would type like a question uh, that could be as generic as, you know, does your, does your back hurt or something along those lines? And it's a yes or no question, right? And then people, if they're paying attention to you and they're actually interested in anything that you have to say, will typically vote on that stuff, right? And then you ask another question. It's like, does, you know, does your back pain, you know, make you feel sad, right? And this is obviously not a very good example, but, uh, and then you have another like, yes or no. And then the next slide is, you know, would you be interested in having a totally free conversation about how I could help you uh, get out of pain? And then another yes or no. And then what you do is you go in and you see all the responses to the polls 
And if you have somebody that, that hit yes on every poll, that is an excellent prospect. And then you send them a message, right? So you send them a DM on Instagram and you say, hey man, I saw that you clicked yes on all of those questions. I've suffered with back pain my whole life. Are you interested in, in you know, getting on a, on a phone call or getting on a Zoom meeting or coming into the gym and having a conversation and just taking a look to see if I can actually help you out here? Uh, you know, there's no, there's no pressure on this. I just want to see if I can help. If I can, we can talk about, you know, how that, how that looks. And if I can't, I'm just going to connect you with somebody that, that I think will be able to, right? The key to this strategy is just thinking about like, I'm not trying to sell everybody stuff. All I'm trying to do is help everybody out that wants my help. So we're using social media to just filter out the people that are actually interested in your help so that you can best direct your attention. Did that actually help anybody? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And what, what you're basically doing, Callum, um, to the point earlier, is you're, you're essentially creating your, your own funnel here and you're, you're filtering people down into it um, and, and collecting leads, really, right? And yeah. I'm a big advocate of this whole uh, you know, concept I, I, I coach the trainers of, you know, you gotta basically like ask permission to be able to pitch somebody something. You need to basically you know, have their permission to say that they're on board with you pitching your services or what have you um you're just basically throwing it out there to everyone in your network in, in this instance and you know the people that want to respond to this question or it, it it sparks them or speaks to them you know they're taking the initiative to reach out and once they've kind of qualified themselves for it like the conversation is absolutely transparent and you know you're doing them a solid by reaching out yeah and that's the thing like when we're talking about taking initiative right we're allowing them to take initiative in a way that's like not uh, intimidating essentially then we're exactly like Jerry just said inviting them into a conversation right once we've invited them into the conversation we say all right you know I, I'm just gonna see if I'm the guy that can help here once I've determined if I can help you we can talk about what that looks like if I can't I'm gonna I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna do you a solid and put you in touch with somebody that I think can right because you've you know, uh, you've told me that you have a problem that you want solved, right? So all we're trying to do is figure out ways right now that we can get in touch with more people that have problems that we can solve that want their problems solved. And then, you know, it's, it's on us to kind of figure out, okay, what is the most appropriate way forward here? Is it with me or is, do I have to refer out to like, you know, Alex and, and say like, okay, Alex, I have no fucking idea what's going on here. Uh, you know, you go in and spend more time because he's infinitely smarter than me uh, and, and, and you figure it out, right? Uh, and, and yeah, so that's, that's essentially like the strategy that I've used for the past three years to get, uh, to get leads and start conversations and whatever. But it, it's only really effective if you're effectively giving things away to people that they want, right? So that means creating content that's interesting and engaging for them, right? It means like, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, you got to really like understand what is it that people care about that's related to this topic. I hate to say it, nobody cares about fitness stuff, right? Like nobody gives a shit. They just care about feeling better. The, the technical aspects, the only people that care about that are like people that are, are actively interested in it and the people that are actively interested in it are probably not going to be your clients. And I mean, if they are your clients, they're not the kind of clients that are going to stick with you through something like a pandemic where you have to fundamentally change your business.
And I think that it's, it's really important that you're speaking to like how people feel, right? So when we're talking about things like back pain, I'm not talking about, you know, the, the anatomy or the structure of the back. What I'm talking about is how their world feels smaller. What I'm talking about is how they're afraid to tie their shoes because they're not sure that they're going to stand back up. I'm talking about the very real like emotional pieces of the problem that I can help solve. I have a physical solution to a problem that you have. But if I talk about the physical solution, that doesn't connect with anybody. What we're trying to do here is, is create content that is going to connect with people and encourage them to actually come and, and reach out to you, right? If people don't feel like you understand how they feel, they're not going to want to do business with you. You're talking a lot, Callum, about a lot of the, the fundamentals um, of, of sales, you know, you, and, and there's, there's actually a really interesting t uh, TED talk, which I think kind of like is in line with some of what you're saying. Um, and basically sort of the premise is that people don't buy what you sell, they buy why you sell it. And, you know, I'm sure all of us that are trainers can sort of relate to situations where like we're talking about the details of it and the client's just kind of like looking at you slack jawed waiting for you to be done to tell them what to do. And I think that kind of sums it up. Like, they don't, they don't really care the technical stuff. And I think sometimes you can kind of like bore people down with jargon. Um, but when you can actually speak to someone on an emotional level that they, that resonates with them, um, that speaks a lot more than, than, you know, what you know. And it shows them a lot more that you're going to be able to help them versus to show that you're very smart and you know a lot of stuff. Nobody, nobody would care about back pain if it didn't make them feel sad. Like that's, the best way I could put, like, if it, if it didn't matter, if it didn't make them feel like crap, they wouldn't care. I'd, I'd even take what Jerry's saying one step further and say people are actually, people, people are buying a goal, right? They believe that you are the person to take them to whatever it is that they want. And so long as you can show that you understand them and where it is they are and that you that you can take them where they want to go, then they will do business with you. Because they don't want to come and see you, you know, two, three times a week and all that kind of stuff. They will do that if you tell them that that's what they need to do to get to their goal, right? But they are coming to you because they desire a result and they believe you're the person to give them that result. Yeah, for sure. I know it can seem like it's really difficult to get clients right now. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's way harder than it, than it was a couple of months ago uh, or even a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but one of the things that I want to impress on you right now is it's actually a way more efficient time to get business, uh, mostly because people that are not interested in your service are not going to waste your time saying, eh, I'll think about it or I'll come in. They'll just honestly say, I don't have the money, which just means I'm not interested right now, or I don't have the money and you can move on. Right. So just take, take this as an opportunity to get more like definitive answers out of your people. Uh, ask a lot of questions, start a lot of conversations, just make sure that you're keeping things, uh, keeping things moving, continuing to do the outreach and that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and I think you're going to do just fine through this. Uh, so that's, that's all I have to say right now. Uh, if anybody's got, uh, questions, we'll open it up now. One, one thing that I, I would like to add, like building on some of the, um, social media and some of the digital marketing points that, uh, that you've said, Callum, um, I, uh, 
I just subscribed to this website, Skillshare. It has like two months free right now. So it doesn't cost you anything to do it. Um, and it kind of has some industry experts that create these small little video series or courses. Um, I, I've been going through a lot on, you know, digital marketing and just kind of learning how I can more effectively use, you know, my social media to talk about a lot of these, uh, you know, strategies to start to engage people and start to have, you know, these types of conversations. Um, so it, it, it's, you know, it's a potential free resource that I encourage you guys to check out. Um, and uh, yeah, everything from like some of the big picture stuff, like, like we're talking about now in terms of like, you know, communicating and things like that, all the way down to some more of like the actual like technical details, right? Um, with, you know, how you can, how you can boost shares and likes and, and all kinds of garbage like that. But uh, no, I, I, I found it pretty, pretty beneficial with the little bit of work that I've done with it so far. So yeah, um, I think that's another good resource. Cool. What was that? Skillshare? Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Uh, anybody else? I just wanted to add as well, I did a, a webinar a couple of weeks ago as well with a whole lot of different trainers and something that came up, which was, I think, a good reminder for us all is that while there is a lot of content on social media right now, it's also very random and people... And yes, it might be free, but what it doesn't offer people is accountability. Um, it doesn't add uh, individualization. And so I think that was a, cons uh, a timely reminder to think about your value and what you offer as a trainer, as a coach, as a therapist, um, that when you are providing something for your clients, uh, you know, it's thought out, it's not random. Um, it is individualized. So um, I guess just don't lose sight of your value and what you are providing compared to all the, the free random stuff that is out there. Cause there is a lot. And I know I felt overwhelmed a little bit being like, how can I compete with all of this free stuff? Because it's everywhere right now. Um, and then in that seminar it really was about just reminding ourselves about the value and our qualifications that we're providing. Um, and, and the accountability, you know, like my new client last week, that was the biggest thing is that I am going to call you out. I am going to say what happened yesterday. <laughs> you didn't do your workout, you know, so you're not going to get that from a, from something free and, and random on social media. So, you know, keep believing in, in yourselves and your, your value um, and, and what you have to offer your clients. Great. Rock and roll. All right, guys. Cool. Uh, if you don't need anything else, that's all we're going to do today. Take it easy. Don't work too hard. And uh, have some big wins for, for next Tuesday. Hey guys, Coach Callum here again. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something valuable out of this. If you have any questions or you want to join our Tuesday morning business development calls, you can send me an email at Callum, C-A-L-U-M, at strongtoronto, S-T-R-O-N-G-T-O-R-O-N-T-O dot C-A. And I'm happy to invite you to the call or answer any questions that you may have. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you.